You're listening to the ScoutCast, your resource for all things Northwest Arkansas. Let's go. Welcome back to the ScoutCast. It's Jen Esty, and I am excited to be here with, um, well, a lady from one of my new favorite places on this planet. I've got Jill King, who is the editor of Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and Bozeman. Um, hi, Jill. How are hi. You? How are you this morning? Good. We are we are ready to roll from out west. Uh, I want Western. to. I want to be out west. I'm jealous. Um, actually, I was just telling Neil, who is here at Haxton Studios, where we record, that you were on. We had had a conversation about Jackson Hole the last time I was here, and he's like, "Oh, don't tell me that." And so, you know, maybe time to talk a little Jackson Hole trade for some podcasting or something. <laughs> and you've actually experienced Jackson Hole. What did you think? Oh my gosh. I don't know if we just were there at the most perfect time, but the weather was unbelievable. And it was great because where we stayed, which was uh, Cloudvale, so it was right right down in, you know, close to the square. It was wonderful. And um, we were on the, I don't know, third or fourth floor anyway, where we could just leave the balcony door open. And it was so amazing to sleep with that cold, crisp air. And then you wake up under your covers and you can see your breath in the morning. It's just insane. But we also had a, a reprieve from the, you know, from the, yeah. Oh, the, su- the southern the su- heat. Oh. oh, my gosh. Well, so you tell me. So is that, were we there at the ideal time? It was the beginning of, beginning of September, right? Because September, your launch was what, September 5th? Yep. Yeah. I mean, that is the best time. Um, I, I, I would say for adults, uh, couples, um, not so much families, because all the family stuff happens in the summer. But um, it's Fall Arts Festival. The town is alive with art. And, you know, just they have a lot of extra things going on, like wine nights. And, you know, it's just really the perfect time. The weather's perfect. It's switching over to a little bit of fall, like you said. It was so crisp. Mm-hmm. And so you're still getting a little bit of summer and still able to do some things outside activity-wise. Um, but, yeah, no, it is the ideal time. And I, I it is my favorite time of the year there, for oh sure. Just, so what's it like there now? Are you guys starting to get snow yet? Because, I mean, you're a ski town in Jackson. We have, we are, we've gotten a couple little light um, snowfalls and then also up on the mountains there, you know, we've got some snow, but um, the ski hill will try to open on Thanksgiving day. They might have to be making snow because this year doesn't look like last year. I mean, we just got dumped after dumped after dumped. Yeah. But this year, have that. So, you know, I mean, every year's a new year. And then that's what's kind of fun about it is, you know, you're waiting for the snow, anticipating the snow, and it's a powder day. You know, yeah. it, it, when it gives it that excitement of when's it coming? When, when are we going to ski? So, well, I'll tell you, Lauren and I met so many amazing people. Of course, we met so many just through going to the launch party and, and meeting a bunch of the members. But we met so many people around town 
everybody's so friendly. But I'm telling you, I mean, from our Uber driver to, I think, um, the guy that was helping with my hat at Kimosabi to just people that we meet in restaurants. There were several people that we talked to that, you know, you say, how did you get out here? How long have you been here? And they went to ski once and then decided, that's it, I'm going to live there forever. So <laughs> I can see... It, it- I can see the draw. (laughs) Um, That kind of town, especially if you're hungry for adventure and, you know, kind of if you grew up in the Midwest and weren't in a mountain girl and like myself, um, you know, I, I think that the lore of the mountains is, is just magical. And um, even if you don't stay, you know, too long, you, you still, it just gives you a different, um, I know, outlook on life that, everything's bigger than you and you know it's all here it's grand the grandeur of it all is just overwhelming you know and so I think that it just sticks with you for sure how long have you been there so yeah my husband and I met and married there like 33 years ago wow and uh we've been in and out went to Texas for a little while but I don't tell too many people that but uh (laughs) We, uh, we, yeah, we've been there over the course of 33 years in and out of Jackson and my husband has a love affair with Wyoming. So it, um, I don't see us never having a toe in Wyoming somewhere for sure. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't. I mean, there's just no reason to leave. I, you know, wanted to turn in my plane ticket by the time it was time to go home. I was did I hear but um yes yes um well okay so tell me so I I know my experience out there and actually I was talking about this in a last podcast that I just did solo just telling people how to use the scout guide and but I was talking about how you know we knew we were coming we knew we had you as a resource and you were super helpful and took us to see some wonderful places but I mean honestly before I even reached out to you the first thing I did was browse through your guide online and kind of be like okay well where should we stay where should we eat what should we do? So for people that are coming in, um, of course, you've got a new guide out for Jackson Hole that just came out, like we said, beginning of September. And then you also have the Bozeman Market. So that just came out. In fact, I have it right here. Just got it in the mail yesterday. <laughs> so beautiful. Great. Love it. Um, so tell tell me, like, if you were, if you, if you are... I don't know, a family or a couple or whatever, anybody who's planning to maybe go out west this winter, what would you tell them to do? Or what, the shit, what should they absolutely make sure they don't miss out on? Well, absolutely. The Bozeman and the Jackson Hole markets, Yeah, you know, first thing you need to do is order your uh, both of your guides. Mm-hmm. And um, our markets are so linked because we're four hours away. And you'd want to try to hit both places like ski Big Sky and ski Jackson Hole Mountain Resort would be the perfect um, vacation, mm-hmm. you know, three or four. But I feel like you would really get uh, a great idea of what it meant to ski out west. And I, I always, I mean, that was my whole idea with starting the Bozeman Guide was that our markets are linked, you know, with the Yellowstone National Park in between Grand Teton National Park. And it's really that kind of experience is melding the two towns together. Um, So, and there's so much you can do in between. You can snow machine between the two towns, you know, through the park up to the other West Yellowstone. And, you know, you 
you really can make an adventure out of it, um, learning more about Montana and Wyoming. But uh, with that said, there, I mean, you know, winter activities from snowshoeing, the Elk Refuge, which is such a popular spot. I don't know if you've heard about heard about that when you were there, the Elk Refuge. Um, no, I bet that's fascinating to visit. It's it's really amazing. They have about well, there's 23 elk feeding grounds all over the uh, Jackson Hole area, but the biggest one is right downtown. And right when you come through the airport, after the airport, and they feed about 8,000 head of elk there. And you can take a sleigh ride out there in the in the winter. So you can go out and watch them feed the elk, which is, I mean. That's amazing. It's, it's, it's a lifetime kind of experience just to see all the elk eating and you're riding in the sleigh in, in, in and around them. So that's that's a definitely a number one spot Um the hit when you're in Jackson Hole, um, there's two there's two ski resorts, Jackson Hole Mountain Resort, and then also Snow King Resort. And Snow King's the local one right downtown, which is more family oriented. And oh, they do tubing and um, of course skiing, and um, just a lot of winter activities for kids, ice skating and that type of thing. And then the Mountain Resort is probably a half an hour away. And that is really more of a high-end kind of ski experience and big mountain skiing. Really, really tough. Yeah. So it's not for the weak of heart. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ski? We ski. I, I would say that, that the mountain has challenged me to become a pretty good skier for sure. Where I'm, you know, I ca- I grew up. Well, I didn't grow up in Colorado, but I went to school in Colorado and learned to ski in Colorado, which is pretty, you know, palatable for any kind of skier. Mm-hmm. And then skiing Jackson Hole is just, I mean, it's hard. It's a hard mountain and very challenging. And it just really forces you to become uh, a better skier, for sure. I mean, <sighs> it's cold, harder. And I think that's what uh, most people love about it is the, the challenge of it. So oh, I'd love to, I'd love to give it a go. Maybe I'll, maybe, I mean, listen, listen to me. I'm just looking for reasons to come back. Pick <laughs> it right now. Okay. So. <laughs> um, okay. Well, so, okay. So that's, that's Jackson. That's a wonderful thing or wonderful things to do in the winter. What if you don't ski? What if you're like my friend who goes with her family, but she doesn't ski? Okay. Maybe she's out on the, the sleigh ride <laughs> watching the elk be fed. But, um, you know, I noticed so many art galleries around the square. Um, what other kind of things would you suggest people who don't want to ski or maybe they're just taking a day off from skiing do? Well, you can, you can ride in a snow uh, cat through the park and that's kind of an inside of ex- experience, but it takes you through the park to see the animals and that kind of thing. If you don't want a snowmobile, that's very um, low key. Um, of course, you know, tons of beautiful restaurants at top, top of Amangani, just a nice spot to go to. Snowshoeing is easy for, you know, any kind of level of skier. I'm that outdoor person and um i just recently saw one of my members wildcat skiing um they're offering snowshoe with like charcuterie and that kind of thing which gets you out but it doesn't um 
you know, it's, it's not going to be like a hard day of skiing. So yeah. you've got that, you've got, um, oh gosh, just so many outdoor cross country skiing, which I think a lot of people will try that if they, you know, if they run or if they're in pretty good shape, mm-hmm. cross country and kind of give them that outdoor experience too. I love sure. that. Okay. And so then they've been to Jackson Hole. They've done the Jackson Hole thing. Now what are we going to do in Bozeman? They're going to go down to Bozeman now. What's next? <laughs> well, Bozeman's a lot bigger and it's a little more lively. And Big Sky is probably about 40. The the resort, Big Sky Resort, is about 45 minutes from Bozeman. So there you've got like, <clears throat> I saw recently there was a Lone Mountain Ranch where you can do you know, a sleigh ride. Um, they have, of course, tons of kids' activities there that you can experience as well, ice ice skating and just uh, snowshoeing as well. Um, I think it's a bigger area for um, snow machining and that kind of thing where you can rent snow machine. Um, what is a snow machine? What is the difference between a snow machine and a snowmobile? It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. I'm like, oh, I'm thinking this big thing. <laughs> it's like a tractor or something like you. <laughs> but um, I think primarily there's there. I think they've got a local ski resort there too called Bridger that. Um, so there's different types of skiing there as well, like a local place. And then Big Sky, it's big mountains. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's it's some pretty big, big skiing there too. But um as far as activities go, you can, you can certainly find those kind of more sedentary activities to enjoy the outdoors there just as much as like the, the really active ones. I mean, just anywhere up in your part of the country, just even sitting outside and having lunch or having a cocktail or just strolling the square. I mean, honestly, I could have spent three more days there just exploring the square. It was just so there's so much to do. So what's your well, ideal day, like your ideal day off for you? What, what will you be doing? Um, in the wintertime? Sure. For or sure. whenever. Yeah. Um, I think winter, I, I love to cross country ski. Um, there's several trails. You can even go up to the park and cross country ski in. Um, and that to me, I feel is such a great workout and, but you're outside and you're, liable to run into animals and, you know, just really get a beautiful day outside exercising. Um, I, that's probably my favorite yeah. day. Well, and I, I can like, imagine, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I like to downhill ski, but it, I mean, it's a different, it's not, um, it's not quite as relaxing or, you know, you're skiing right through the snow, cross country skiing and, you know, you're, you're experiencing it a different way than on the big mountain, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, you know, you mentioned a little bit ago about how you're there and you realize everything is so much bigger than you. When you were out cross-country skiing and you're just in this, I mean, flat-ish, you know, snow field and you've got all these mountains around you, I can imagine you just feel tiny. It has to be impressive. Yeah. And it's definitely addictive, the cross-country skiing, I, I find, since I'm a runner and a biker, um, it, it kind of suits me. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, 
Oh yeah. I, I mean, you'll run into people and they've, they've been doing three or four activities in a day. You know, they've cross country skied. They've, you know, it's, it is, it's definitely an adventure town. Yes, for sure. It's amazing. Highly recommend. Um, okay. Let's switch gears. So tell me how long you've been an editor for the scout guide. Yeah, I'm going on six years. Um, getting ready to sign my new franchise agreement for the next exciting no um love it i love wearing all the different hats as you know um probably my favorite part is editorial believe it or not i love writing i love um writing my weekly newsletter uh digging up you know topics um of course you know you get a little bit of everything in your day you know Mm -hmm. Um, talking about the guide, distributing the guide, being out with the community members, um, just seeing what their needs are, seeing how you can meet them. Um, That one-on-one relationship with my members is, as you know, is so, so special. It is special. And I I will say this, that for me, it's always fun to visit another editor in their sitting in their setting, you know, I, I love because I just I love to watch how many people you know, how many people you're connected to. I mean, it's just we couldn't turn a corner without you knowing somebody. And it was just that's just so much fun. And it's such a good way to connect with your community. So um yeah, that was fun, fun to watch, especially on launch day. Everybody was so excited. <laughs> well, I mean, Jackson Hall's a pretty small community and and Bozeman, I'm getting to know it really well. And um, it, you know, since I don't live in Bozeman, it's a little bit more challenging, but, um, I'm kind of surprised too, in a matter of like, okay, we've launched volume two. And then I kind of started, started preparing for the volume like a good year before. So, okay, I'm going on year three, knowing Bozeman. And I feel like I'm getting to know the community really well there too, but, um, in a different way mm-hmm. than because I already know everybody in Jackson, it's a small town feel and Bozeman's a little bit more of a city yeah uh, and that's kind of what I like about it it's a little more challenging you know trying to dig up those treasures and and you know somebody introduces you to so-and-so and they've never heard about the scout guide and in Jackson we're on volume 11 everybody's kind of seen the scout guide around mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. that's cool you know you and I were talking um you and Lauren and I were talking about um kind of just the day-to-day on what we do and um, social media always comes up and it's one of those things that you know it's like a love-hate thing for businesses because they know they need it you know it's something that we help provide obviously with what we do for our members but um, do you have any hacks or tips or tricks that you've either learned from your members or you found really really works for a small business in their social media that you could share? Yeah, I'd love to, because uh, I social media, of course, is such a big part of what we do, right? Um, it's, and especially I'm running two markets. So the social media campaigns are, um, are really crucial to the, the development of that marketing strategy for the business, um, you know, cross-pollinating them from Instagram over to digital, to print, to networking, to email marketing. So to me, it's just one of the foundational um, tenets of 
of, of what we offer in our marketing. Um, but kind of what I've been seeing or what I've been digging around with is just course reels are hot for sure. Mm-hmm. And video content. And um, of course I'm really an advocate for video and trying to encourage my members to incorporate video um get brave and get on reels and and what's really really trending is you inside of the video right and Mm -hmm. uh, hard for anybody as a business owner uh yeah you know to be the face of the business but um you're the best one to sell your business is what i tell people so we are going to do it, even though it's hard. <laughs> get you in the feed, get myself in the feed. And uh, really, because people are hungry for connection, authenticity, and um, they they are really buying brands that are speaking this, you know, more than a static post. Exactly. So, uh, Exactly. I I could not agree with you more. And I think that's one of the reasons why our print guide is so popular is because you do have the people, you see the people behind the business. You know, it's something that we strive for is to try to get the owners and, and, and kind of tell their story in that in that way. But yes, you're, you're right. I mean, think of how many times you're scrolling through Instagram or TikTok and you see someone that you recognize and you unmute it because you want to hear what they have to say. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that's probably, uh, that's, that's what I would have said too, is just put your face out there. And I have to tell myself that sometimes too, because sometimes I don't show up in, in the scout guide feed as much as I probably should just, you know, I'm there, but I don't always want to be on camera. So I get that. (laughs) doing what we're doing right and then I'll leave going gosh I didn't even like think about taking me in that environment because I was so busy trying to capture what they had um but what that we're offering now is um just social and photography like we'll get a reel with it so it's just a little package that we're offering because while you're there the photographer can make a nice little reel that you can have in that little package and hard for business owners to get to it. Um, so it's just something that we're really trying to support um, with our members and kind of model that and show them how that's done. Um, yeah. And so, and so I- for like with, with little rock, I mean, what kind of, what kind of social media um, atmosphere is it there? Are they are they savvy? Are they? They are. Um, yeah, they are. In fact, um, that is one thing. You know, I I keep talking about these two markets and how they are. They're they're different. Just in, you know, just they're just different markets. But they're both wonderful, and they are both very savvy with social media and the digital game. And yeah, so um, lots of great businesses that are not afraid to now. They're like a lot of people, you know, nobody wants to be in front of the camera all the time, but they're, they're very good about content and putting things out there. And I agree with you. I, I take so many photos. I will take a photo, you know, or intend to take a photo of a meal that I have at a restaurant and I'm such a pig. I just eat it, but I get caught up in it. But, um, but yeah, I know the, the, 
it's, it's hard and it's hard for small businesses too because I mean you can really get in the weeds in social media and so I know that's part of what we're helpful for but at the same time those small businesses have to have their own presence too right so just taking that time to to get that that image out or put yourself in front of a just to do an Instagram live for five minutes people people watch people listen and I think I made a noise when you were first starting to so it kind of cut you off that you were explaining that so you're doing a package where you have um is this something that you're shooting at the photo shoot so you you do uh offer reels at the photo shoot as well like and then we have a video a videographer come like they'll pre-buy that before the photo photo shoot and um so we were offering that last year which to me is great because then both of us have more social media content right so i really try to encourage that um but no these are just kind of in between the you know our annual photo shoots it's just if people are needing content um we're offering a half an hour photo shoot and then throwing in a reel with that um just trying to get people engaged in their social media content you know improve that get some reels get some video in there um, and then, of course, we sell video packages, too. But um, um, awesome. I, you know, it's 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 hard to, you know, help. That's one of the things that I think that we can help them do is create, you know, the roadmap of where they're going while the life of when they're, you know, the when they're in the Scout Guide for that year, where are we headed? What are we going to do per quarter? you know, kind of looking at what they assess where they're at, like, hey, it's mid-year, we need to do some video. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those those ways that we can be the expert are really one way that we can just help those businesses with their content and what they're branding um, without it being this huge, huge, huge thing that they're, in, you know, undertaking I think they get overwhelmed like oh we have to rebrand and and all that and I'm like let's just take it in bite sizes yeah you know yes uh do it quarterly do just a little update and seasonal I love that I love that I love a seasonal uh update video that's a great idea maybe taking a book from your page page from (laughs) your book book from page from your book I'm not going to take a book from your page I will take your book and read it though going in Little Rock and um, with the open, you know, reopening the market. Yeah, they're good. It's good. Um, the The Scout Guide, you know, was there before and has not been dormant very long at all. And um, the reaction from when it was announced that they would be leaving, you know, was a was a, a big sad and it's been a big happy from people hearing that it's coming back. So I think people are really excited. It's such a fun town. I mean, my parents have lived there for 30 years or so now. So, you know, I, I feel oh. like, yeah, so I feel like, um, and I've, I've never lived there, but I just love it. I'm there a lot and it's just such a neat place and so many, I mean, it's just so many new people to meet and connections to make and, and just kind of like you were saying with Jackson Hole and Bozeman, you know, there's so much opportunity to kind of cross-pollinate those markets because, you know, there's so many people who 
live in Northwest Arkansas who are from Little Rock and vice versa, or people who have gone to the University of Arkansas and they've been, you know, in the Fayetteville area for four or five years and then they moved to Little Rock. So, um, and people travel back and forth all the time. So it's just, it's, it's great. I think it's going to, I think it's going to be a really fun market to get going and it'll be December before December 2024, which is weird to say, but it'll be December before that actual physical book launches. Um, yeah. yeah, but I mean, we're, we're, we're head in. We're we're going for it. We're you know working with people to recruit them, and we've got some really exciting people coming on board. And um, yeah, we'll. Is, so how far is it between? It's two hours. Two or? and a half. It's about two and a half. Yeah, almost almost three, depending if you stop or not. But um, but it's I mean it's, it's such an easy drive. Is Little Rock considered the city, the big city near? It's the capital. Yeah. So it's it's a bigger city. It's kind of funny when you were describing Jackson Hole and Bozeman, how Jackson Hole is a smaller, you know, a little more intimate. People know everybody. And then, you know, Little Rock or Bozeman and then Little Rock is kind of the same way. Like Little Rock is our bigger city. And then Northwest Arkansas, we've got like three or four cities up in our region. But it's it's a it's it's for the size. It's a small community, you know, um, up here anyway. Um yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to have to come to Arkansas. I absolutely. I And then recently I was reading about the governor of Arkansas. Yes. And her, her initiatives of trying to, of what she um, is directing the state and, and how she's getting people to move there with those directives. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to me that... Um, how many people are moving to Arkansas. And so it's really made me curious and not to mention just you, you two being there and I'd love to see it. But, um, I, I just, it's, it's got, sounds like it's got a pretty wide appeal for moving it. Does it does? You know what's so crazy, Jill, is we get so many people moving here from California and I don't, you know, and, um, I know a lot of people from California are also moving to Texas, but we get so many people here from California, and anytime I've told this story a thousand times, but anytime you you talk to one of those people who have moved here from California and they talk about when they broke the news that they were moving to Arkansas, people are like, "Where? Like what? We're just like a a, a good little secret up here in our little corner of the state." So, um, yeah, you need we definitely need to come see us. We'd love to have you. I mean, we don't have anything on on your mountains, but we've got some beautiful trees and. Um, yeah, there's great trails here. There's great things to do outdoors. There's, um, I mean, you name it, we are called the natural state for a reason. There's just so many wonderful outdoor places and not even here just in Northwest Arkansas. There's so many places in between here and Little Rock. We'll just have to give you the tour of the state is what's going to have to happen. We've just got all kinds. Of, yes, we've got all kinds of wonderful things. I mean, it's just a beautiful place. We both live in, in beautiful, beautiful places. I will say that. I knew when we lived in Texas, um, it was a popular place place for kids to go to camp um and which was always like that mystery like it but they would say oh it's gorgeous you know there's falls and there's tons to do so um yeah it does sound outdoorsy as well that's wonderful yeah well if you like to bike i know you said you do you need to get your bike come on down or you know just pick up a bike while you're here i don't know (laughs) Well, Jill, thank you so much for coming on here. It's just actually good to talk to you and see you. And um, no. I, uh, I will, I will be seeing you before you know it. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, and vice versa. So I hope that we'll keep each other on each other's calendar and, um, and keep each other up to date on what's happening in your new market. I'm anxious to hear how it's going. And um, I know you're going to rock it. Well, thank you. And you, you've kind of led the, the you're, you're ahead of me leading the charge on that multi-market. Um, so I'm, I'm sure I'll be turning to you for a thing or two with some questions and some of your best practices. But um, just congratulations to you on beautiful guides, both Jackson Hole and Bozeman. And just keep kicking ass, lady. You're doing, you're doing awesome. So thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye, bye, Jill. Oh, I love her. Well, if you love her too, and you would like to uh, listen to more of the Scout cast, you can find us on Apple Music and Spotify. Please, please, please like, follow, review. Um, you follow us, you'll get a little notice in your inbox that every time there's a new podcast out, you know first. So thank you so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.